Welcome to the final week of our War Against the Spread Fringe Element Edition here, SEC Championship Edition. My name is Braden Gall. You can get to me on Twitter at Braden Gall. And I'm Stephen Lassen. You can follow me on Twitter at AthlonSteven. And you can also check out my work at AthlonSports.com and all CFB365 on YouTube. We will spend a few more minutes on one game today, obviously previewing the SEC Championship game and getting your perspective on it, Stephen. I know... Aaron and I talked about it a little bit with with Chris, uh, Chris Marler, and of course we had Alex McDaniel on the other episode. So please make sure you're checking that out. I did give a a, a juicy nugget about the SEC championship game late in, the, in deep into that podcast. So make sure you're listening to that episode. Steve, I want to get your perspective on the game today. But we wrap up our war against the spread 2022. Yes, we took it on the chin last week, folks. Yes, Stephen went two and seven, his first losing record in like six weeks. I went four and five, uh, another losing record. Um, I, I beat you on the egg bowl. You beat me on Florida, Florida state. I had Georgia tech. So I won that one. We both had Kentucky. I had Bama. You had uh, by one half of a point, by the way, I think I won that one. Either way, you finished the season, 10 games over 53, 43 and two. I finished the season after picking 98 sec football games. I finished 48, 48, and two, Steven. So you beat me. You get the trophy. Ten games over. You made people money. I finished without enough wins to cover the juice. So. Unless you get this week right. <laughs> That's true. So no much, pressure. So much pressure. <laughs> you're either one over or you're under. Oh, uh, man, so no, no pressure, Braden. But unfortunately, yeah, we had a really bad week. It was tough. I mean, all the matchups between rivals and, you know, the spreads were kind of weird and I didn't feel great about it. I know you didn't either. So, you know, hey, we still ended up over 500. So so we'll take it for the year. No, I I think the lesson is and I said this on our on our other podcast, by the way, cover two podcast, go check it out. Um, I said I was not gambling on anything. <laughs> I was not gambling on anything in college football last week, like last week. And I did not. I did not put any Smart. money on any on any games. <laughs> And I have a much bigger bankroll today than I probably would have had had that not happened. So, and you enjoyed the games because you didn't have to sweat anything out. Oh, I didn't. I didn't at all. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get to LSU and Georgia, the SEC championship game, thirty first edition of said event, seventeen and a half point spread. But before we do, of course, Fringe Element is brought to you by J E Dunn, Braden, a wonderful sponsor of the show. Yeah. Great friends. They've yeah. got locations all across the southeast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't need any experience. Need a new place to work? Look, quiet quitting your current job. J.E. Dunn, our friends there. A uh, great place to work. If you need to recover from last week's two and seven performance from Steven, go to jedunn.com. No, look, I think there are over 200 job openings right now at J.E. Dunn. Five billion in annual revenue. Top 100 healthiest place to work in the United States. They have offices all across the Southeast. So if you're an SEC fan listening to this or somebody in another region, they got offices in California, in the Midwest, and in, in the heartland, like, Again, it's all about just creating a culture and an environment that is successful, happy, and productive for you, the employee, because they believe in, I would argue, the right way to do business because happy, healthy employees are more productive employees. They want to come to work. They are inspired to do more work and to do better work instead of that quiet quiet quitting crap you get when you work for a garbage company. Go work for J.E. Dunn. Check them out. J.E.Dunn.com is the website. All right, Georgia and LSU. I'm going to – this will be a little bit longer – on the game standpoint, because normally we just do a, a quick hit on each game. We make a pick against the spread. I want to talk about the game for a second before we make our final predictions and actually give you my bet. Because again, this one, my entire season depends on it. No um, pressure. Is there a path to an outright victory for LSU other than 
like five turnovers from Stetson Bennett, freak of nature performance from three guys, BJ Ojolari, Harold Perkins, and Jaden Daniels. Because if you have an athletic quarterback and a good defensive line, you've got two pretty important pieces to kind of make a game close. If you can create pressure, make turnover. Like, is that the only possible way that LSU has any opportunity to win this game at all? Yeah, I think so. I think you said it best there. I think any path to a victory for LSU starts with those three difference makers. Because if I'm LSU, I need Jaden Daniels to be healthy. I need him to be on the move, making plays with his legs. The pocket's going to break down. So I need him on third downs to be able to get me first downs uh, by rushing. Then I want him on the edge, just making throws uh, to the edges or or however you want to word it. He's got to be 100% healthy and at his best. And the two guys on defense, you know, you go back to Georgia uh, throughout the season, you know, the Missouri game and how aggressive Missouri was at the line of scrimmage. You know, Ojolari and Perkins can create some negative plays. I think you need a couple turnovers to steal this one because I I think it's going to be hard for LSU to try and manufacture, you know, five, six really good drives against a good Georgia defense. Georgia has just met the moment every time when they've been tested this year. And I wonder if we'll see that again this Saturday. Well, and and Stetson Bennett for all his flaws or lack of over, you know, elite talent or whatever, he generally is pretty good in big moments. Uh, I also think Georgia has done a very good job of managing the season as an, as an entire entity, meaning they've like kept some pieces back. They've waited to bring some pieces out of, of, you know, uh, on the, on the, the offense, whether it's a wide receiver or an extra tight end, they've kind of held back some, some, some packages. And as the season has gone along, it seems like they've gotten more pieces involved. And that to your point about rising to the moment is really, really difficult to stop for LSU. So I, I do think that if you're trying to make the case and make the straw man argument for LSU to play in the game, it has to be near perfection from Jaden Daniels in the pocket and outside creating havoc with his legs. And lo- and just like Pizarro, three turnovers from Stetson Bennett, and and it's those LSU defensive players just making kinds of all kinds of. Cra- I, I there's no way they line up head to head and just beat beat this team. Now here's the stat I threw out uh, on the other episode of the pod. Make sure you check it out. Of course, I'm assuming if you listen to this, when you listen to both of them, um, thirty times the SEC championship game has been played. Can you tell me how many times the game was within three points? It's not many, is it? Because I think the status of the last 10, they've been decided by more than one score. Twice. All in the history of the of 30 games. That was 1994, 1997. Now, we did have... We've had seven total out of the 30 that were one-score games, which is eight points or less. And I think only... I think two times recently that's happened. Um, obviously, the, the Kyle Trask game uh, was, a, was, a, was a short game. Um, I don't have it in front of me. I don't know what year. Was that 18, 2018? Kyle Trapp? No. 2020, 2020 was Alabama and Georgia. That was close. And, and and then Florida and and Kyle Trask, they only lost to Alabama like 51-46. That was a one-score yeah. game. Aaron Murray in 2012 with the play where the guy fell down at the five-yard line. That was a four-point game, I think. But within a field goal, it's only happened two times in the history of the game. And the last time that happened was 1997. So this doesn't tend to be a close game, um, which obviously helps Georgia in this situation if you're gambling. So without any more, without any more, without any further ado, uh, 17 and a half points is your total number there for this game. Uh, the over under is 51. So this will be a bonus bet that won't count on our record, but I do want to know where you're going. So 17 and a half and 51, what you got? 
went back and forth on this one because I do think there's a lot of motivation for Georgia considering what happened in this game last season. You know, they had the perfect season. Alabama won. Of course, Georgia still won the national championship, and they're on their path to doing it again this year. Not knowing how healthy Jaden Daniels is is a big concern for me. If I would feel a lot better knowing at what percentage he is going into this game and being able to bet. I think 17 and a half is a lot of points. I'm going to take LSU to cover. I think it's a lower scoring game. So I'll take LSU cover in the under. I think Georgia gets up and kind of the game comes down to a halt in the second half as Kirby just looks to get out of there with the victory. Keep in mind, Kentucky and Georgia Tech tried to play a very low possession game with Georgia. I think you know Georgia had what, three or four possessions in the first half against Kentucky. Georgia Tech tried to do the same thing. Yeah. I think LSU will try and shorten this game too, which kind of lends me to take the under here. I, I if Jaden Daniels is healthy, I, I think they get. I think they need two touchdowns to hit the over. If LSU gets two scores, not ten points, but two touchdowns, fourteen, I think that hits the over. I think you're right. Georgia has tended to slow things down. I do think the defense for LSU is good in the right spots to slow Georgia down. Ish again, not a lot, but ish. Um, and I think if you, I, I, I want to, I'm laying the points on Georgia here. I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking Georgia minus the 17 and a half. I, I, if you're picking that, I feel like you need to take the over. If you're taking LSU in the points, I feel like the under is the right play strategically. So there you have it. You've got last one of the season, Steven, you've got LSU. I've got Georgia. Here's a final question for you. If you're a Georgia fan, what are you rooting for this weekend to happen around the country? Cause I, I think the answer is pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, I think I would rather play USC if I'm Georgia in the first round uh, or TCU. Like, I think there's an argument about Ohio State and getting C.J. Stroud and getting those receivers. And the same thing could be true uh, for USC with the firepower that they have. But with USC's defense, it's, if if that ends up being the number four team, like that's the glaring, like weakest uh, side of one team. So I would say if you're Georgia, you're probably rooting to get TCU or USC in that first round matchup. It'd be in the Peach Bowl, so it'd be a huge advantage in terms of uh, crowd for Georgia uh, if that ends up being the first round of the playoff. But it's not even close which one you're rooting for, though. Which one thing? What is the one thing you're rooting for? And to me, it is for USC to win and for TCU to lose. Because then I think USC moves up to three, TCU falls back to four in a close game with Kansas State. And that's the matchup you want. You want TCU. Uh, in my I opinion. Think, yeah, right? I think you can, I think you could make an argument either way. Like, I guess if you're, if you're looking at like TCU is probably they're solid all around. I think if you're, you know, trying to match up against USC, there's that one side of the ball. That's so good. That could give Georgia's defense some trouble. And they have so much, like they have the difference maker in Caleb Williams and you get him on the same field. And then yep, who knows yep. what happens if you're playing I TCU, you I would take wanna, the chance. I would want to play him. I would not want right. to play USC. I'd rather play TCU a million times out of a million. So, and maybe USC's, that's wrong. Maybe that's wrong. The USC's defense just being such a liability yeah. would be a. I think. I think Georgia's offense would have no trouble moving up and down on on uh, USC's defense. I think you have to to outscore Caleb Williams. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Uh, should be a lot of fun. There you have it. Of course, the uh, picks against the spread for the season. You win. You dominate. Ten games over. Uh, I just need one more win, Georgia minus 17, to get just over 500 and feel better about myself. Uh, make sure you check out J.E. Dunn, of course. Special thanks to them for being along for the ride the entire season. They'll be with us all the way through the championship games and the playoffs, so stick with us here on the pod. JEDunn.com is the website. Top 100 healthiest place to work. Look for your next career move. 
you want to make a change, you're looking for some inspiration, go check them out. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. JEDunn.com is the website. Stephen, where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Athlon Steven. You can check out my work at athlonsports.com and all CFB365 on YouTube. There you have it. You can get to me on Twitter at Braden Gall as well. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Congratulations, Stephen, on your very impressive trophy and, and, and victory in this heated rivalry that has lasted for one season. We do appreciate it. Hopefully be <laughs> renewed for a second one. Yeah, there you go. Thanks for listening to us, everybody. Uh, make sure you check out, again, fantastic interview with Alex McDaniel, Chris Marler on the, on the episode this week. So make sure you check that out. Uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. This has been War Against the Spread Fridge Element here on the 440 Sports Network.